It went straight down the middle. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Golf Talk Washington. I remain your ever humble caddy, Josh Gerns. Doing things different these days in the COVID era. We're off the radio for the time being, uh, and we're just strictly podcast, which means I can do whatever the hell I want which is is a great luxury. But really what we're going to do, I figured, you know, a lot of us can't travel now. Obviously, we're not flying to Hawaii in places, so no reason to do that and plug Vegas and stuff. Um, but what we're going to do is start playing a lot more places around the sound, around the region, places you can get to on a tank of gas back home for dinner. And I have enlisted in this very noble, selfless mission of playing as much golf as we can around here, places we haven't played for a long time, our good friend John Tipping. You know John from the Seattle Golf Show years past and GolfNW.com, and he published Pacific Northwest Golfer for years and all of that. Basically, like me, somebody who sucks on the teat of free golf wherever we can find. Is that a fair fair assessment? I like to think we give back value, but yes. <laughs> Uh, okay, fair enough. We we do give back some value. And uh, John, you and you and I obviously we've been friends for so many years and had so many great times. And I just thought, you know, rather than people have to wait once a month for one of the magazines to come out and there's a little review or everything, that you and I could start playing and going around, and maybe turn people back on or on for the first time to places they may not have thought about. You know, we sort of have the regular rota of, you know, what are those destination places? You got your chambers and your trophy lake and all the oaky courses and stuff. But we have so many dozens and dozens of fabulous golf courses in the region. So when I asked you, tasked you with where are we going to go play, you said, let's go up to Ferndale. <laughs> and my first thought was, are you crazy? But it turned out it was only a 90-minute drive, no traffic, and we went up to Loomis Trail. Why Loomis why did we go? Uh, it's totally underrated, uh, number one. It's a, always been a solid layout for golf. It has uh, terrific green complexes. It's plenty long. It's championship quality. Um, it's got an amazing and underused clubhouse. And even though it's way up the freeway and you're almost into Canada by the time you get there, it's an easy drive because there's no traffic going that direction. As long as you're through Marysville by 8 o'clock in the morning or after 9 o'clock in the morning, you're fine. And uh, Josh Williams, the uh, general, manager up th general manager up there, has always been great. Uh, he welcomes events. He's got uh, a unique pro shop with some really great stuff. And, uh, you know, we haven't been there in a while, so I thought it was worth the trip. And it definitely was. It was a great day. Even though we got a little rain, we played through, and we had a good time. Yeah, I'll, I'll say first and foremost, I hadn't played there for years, and it was one of those that I remembered sort of, you know, you play a course once, and you think in the back of your mind, God, I would love to go back there, and I hadn't been for years. My first impression was it felt like a country club. It's got this gorgeous Tudor clubhouse. Uh, the practice facility is beautiful, the the putting green out front and everything. And, and it turns out this was, in essence, a country club, at least a part-time country club for a long time. Yeah, for a number of years, it was owned by the folks that had Semiamu. And so they had a private membership between Semiamu and Loomis Trail. And every other day, the members would go back and forth, as would the public golfers. They'd get to play Semi one day, and then they'd play Loomis another day. So they've always kept it up. They've always maintained it in terrific condition. Um, I will say right now, it's probably underplayed even more than normal because the Canadian border, as most of you know, is closed to non-essential traffic. So 50 to 60% of their business is not even able to get to the golf course, which just makes it easier 
for folks from Seattle to get up there and get on. Yeah, it was crazy how few people there were. Uh, we played on a weekday. First thing I noticed right away, I mentioned country club feel and just super com- but comfortable, not stuffy at all. But, you know, starting with I always can, you know, you get sort of get a feel for what's this course going to be like. The putting green was fast and yeah. and pristine. And then we got out on the course and the conditions were unbelievable um, from the beginning. And I just it was one of those rounds where I you know hit a few good shots out of the gate and you feel good and start to notice every hole is be- is really pretty. And the other defining feature, I would say it, it's easily walkable. Fairly flat, but really interesting nonetheless. But there's water everywhere. I can't remember another course around that has water on like every hole in in some form or fashion. Yeah, I think there is pretty much water on, I would say, 16 of the 18 holes. Um, It's not impossible to cover. Uh, It's it's the, the, the par fours with water are definitely drivable or you have to be specific about where you're aiming your shots. There's a couple of uh, streams that cross that force you into some layup situations if you don't get everything on that first ball. So, um, yeah, it's the, the layout. And like you said, very walkable. Um, we walked it, I think, in about three and a half hours. And it was it was just a joyous day to be out there. And the the best part of that golf course for me is the varied twists and turns and you have dog legs right you have dog legs left you've got really big greens and then really small greens i mean it just it gives you a little bit of everything yeah you know what it reminded me of in a way well two things sort of as we were driving home and i was thinking about it one was it sort of reminded me of the old school like colonial country club tacoma country club for people who've not i mean i just happened to go to colonial a few years ago uh, and, and, you know, got to be a part of the tour event down there. But that old sort of shop yep. makers course, like you talked about, it's not massively long, although the par threes, when we played from the combo tees, suddenly everything's 175 to 200. But I I have way more fun when I know that I'm going to, you know, I at least have a shot, but I still have to hit a cut. I have to hit a, a draw once in a while. I got to put it in the right place. And there were a number of times when you were suggesting to me where I should go and then I didn't put the ball there. And then of course I'm in trouble. And it's like, well, when you, then you look back and it's like, Oh, I see what you mean. I love a golf course that gives you so much variety. Well, and there's, there's plenty of par fours that you can, well, I shouldn't say plenty, but three or four that if you are a big hitter, you can hit an iron on those and have 150 or 130 in. So um, there's some super long challenging holes and there's some uh, risk reward type holes. So Either way, I, I do think one of the points you made about the par threes is good. So the variety of tees makes a big difference there. And the white tees play at about 61, 62. And we played a combo set of tees, combo white and blue. And the the tee setup for that particular um, uh, set of boxes is that all the par threes are on the par, or all the par threes are blue tees. So you're playing back from quite a ways. Um, if you're concerned about that, you can easily just play the whites and get away with it. Yeah. In retrospect, there were a couple of times like, God damn it. I do not want another 200 yard par three. Give me a break here. You know, it's nice to have that, you know, the, the, the 140 shot in with, you know, I was going to say eight iron for you. That's your, your gap wedge. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but that, that would be the only knock I would have in terms of the setup there. But I think in general, you know, too many people play from too far back and think that's some test of their their manhood, of their unit size. <laughs> I've never broken and, par, so every golf course is a challenge. 
Well, there's the thing. It's like, and I will tell you more and more as I play, I have a lot more fun if I have a shot at a, a couple of uh, looks at birdie and all of that versus hitting driver three wood into par fours all day. You know, great. I can go and do that. But to me, you know, okay, great. So I'm going to shoot in the, you know, high 80s, low 90s doing that. And that's not, at some point to me that it just, I don't want to work that hard to play golf. As I get older, the more I play, the more I want it to, I want it to be fun. Yep. I, and we had a good time. We had fun. That's one thing that course will deliver is fun. The value is great. I think you can play midweek for 40 to $45. Um, weekends for $60. You know, they've got some really cool uh, men's club events that guests can play in. So if you want to check their their website at loomisgolf.com, you can see that they've got some Sunday events. They have a Sunday skins game that you can get into. Um, it's just a fun, it's just a fun place. And like I said, they could really use it right now just because of the fact that um, the borders closed. I think they're down a little bit. Golf around the Seattle area, golf itself, I know has been significantly strong. I know there hasn't been a lot of money made in the restaurants and whatnot, but the golf itself has been strong. But up north, you know, up at Loomis, up at uh, Homestead, some of these courses north of Bellingham or even in Bellingham, they rely on that Canadian dollar. And right now it's it's pretty sparse. Well, and, you know, you said you and I were talking something interesting, like few people would, you know, even if you live in Seattle and you want to go to, say, Washington National, that could very easily be an hour if you hit traffic at the wrong time, even with COVID traffic right now. Or like I went to uh, Druid's Glen recently. And by the time you do the windy roads and stuff, you're still a good 45, 50 minutes in. And chances are very good that that course is going to be much busier and all of that. But but going north was so easy. Yeah. And it's fun to go somewhere different. Well, I love Gold Mountain. It's one of my favorite places to play. And from my house in Seattle, it's 90 minutes. So it's the same distance for me to go to Gold Mountain or to go up north. So this idea that it's way too far is really just in your head. It's the same. So if, you got, if you're going to go down to Olympia, if you're going to go down from Seattle and play the home course, you've got probably a 70, 75-minute drive. So it's in the ballpark. Yeah, absolutely. And I want to just touch on, because uh, you and I are going to definitely go back north and, and weasel some more free golf up there, hopefully. But I had forgotten until you and I started reeling off the courses that are up there. I mean, starting with like, you know, pretty much Avalon and start heading north. Now, we'd lost Eaglemont this year. Yep. But there is so much good golf from Avalon North. And then you get up into Bellingham, Shuxon, Homestead. North Bellingham. Um, North yeah, Bellingham. I mean, name, you know, keep going down yeah. the list. Sudden Valley is up there. Lake Padden is up there. Um, there's an occasion you can get on Bellingham Country Club if you've got some reciprocal uh, opportunities. That's a great golf course. Um, so there's just there's plenty to do up there. Plenty of golf. That used to be one of my favorite like weekend stay in plays that I could drive to because it was easy to get there and reasonable to play. You mentioned stay in plays. Um, I know you've done some work with uh, the tribe who bought the course the, the I've never been to the casino up there, but I hear it's pretty nice. Have great restaurants at the casino. They have plenty of uh, slot machines, plenty of table games. Uh, I think the only thing they don't do is poker any longer, but they have, Pretty much full uh, service in every other area for a casino, bar, entertainment, concerts. Well, right now those are sort of limited, um, but the rooms are great. Um, the facilities are nice and you can get a package. I want to say starts at like uh, 99 or 119 for a stay and play at Loomis and, and an overnight. So it's a great value. 
Yeah, I think so. Wrapping it up, uh, obviously, uh, we're we're both pretty enthusiastic about it. I always gauge it on when we when we leave, would I come back? And if so, would I make an effort to come back? And my evaluation, I'm not going to go with star rating or five checks or let's give it an eagle. That stuff's always so lame. And so, but I would say, hands down, well worth the drive. The conditions were spectacular. The golf course at Loomis Trail, super fun. The people, super nice. I would, in a heartbeat, go back to Loomis Trail. I would too. I, I like You said it earlier. I have done some work, so I'm a little spoiled. Uh, I've, I've been... Uh... Um, kind of praising them for a long time and what they've done up there. But uh, it's just been a great situation since the Lummi tribe has taken over and, and put these guys in charge. And it's, it's a fun day. Right on. He's John Tipping. I'm Josh Kearns. This is how we're going to do these shorter segments. I'm going to just keep putting out little snackable digests of stuff that we're doing, places we're playing, get some more instruction from our friend Keith Bennett back again, fitness tips, all the things we've always done on the show. But instead of putting together one big show once a week and trying to fit into the hour on KJR, and we'll be back on KJR at some point. But for now, I just figured this is more fun. It's easy to do. And, uh, I just really appreciate everybody who has supported Golf Talk Washington uh, over the last couple of years and even before that when I had teas and trips. And we'll just continue doing it as long as people listen. I can see the numbers. You know, I can see if you're listening and downloading. Feel free to share it, leave a comment, uh, reviews. If there's someplace you want us to go play and, and you want to come along with us, well, suggest it. You never know. Maybe we can get a foursome. And if not, at least a discount. So for John, I'm Josh. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, Hit them straight and far.